Praise God. I'm glad I'm here again with you today. Um, let me welcome Blessing Sabu into our podcast family. You're welcome, my sister. And Shari Samuel, you're welcome, my brother, to our podcast family. It's a great family where you grow and you get deeper in the things of God. Praise God. Um, I got a message from one of our sisters yesterday concerning the things we shared, told me of our bodies, blessed that sister Damia. So, so I, I, I will explain something further in that regard of where we, what we learned yesterday. So let me read again, John uh, Matthew chapter 17, verse 14, I start from there. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. He is an epileptic and suffers severely for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't. Now, don't forget that word, cure. They could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Verse 18, And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief for surely i say to you if you have faith as a mustard seed you will say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be possible for you nothing will be impossible for you verse 21 however you know said this can go it not out except by fasting by prayer and fasting praise god you know i want to do a bit of uh, explanation of this i told us yesterday that the problem is not that we don't have faith the problem is that what is that doubt has mixed together with our faith because now we realize that we don't need big faith to get anything done praise god we just need that mustard seed faith but even when the big faith sort of that we have becomes contaminated with doubt it becomes impossible to forge ahead in the things of god so your enemy is not building faith the enemy of faith is what is doubt because doubt we always try to hinder our faith from being functional so when it comes to healing the enemy will still use this instrumentality of doubt to get through to us he wants to ensure that we are not blessed he wants to ensure that we don't get the healing that god wants us to get praise god and you know yesterday i told us one of the ways to be able to deal with doubt is to put our head into the word is to study the word like never before hallelujah now today i want to show you something he said that how to deal with doubt another way to be able to deal without is to dwell in the presence of god who oh, in prayer in supplication is the way to deal with doubt it's amazing that this is a lost habit in our generation this generation needs to get back into the place of prayer if you are going to ask me say pastor how can i deal with doubt you can deal with doubt in the place of war of prayer because the enemy is trying to plant thought into your head when you are in the common sense zone but when you are in the zone in 
prayer or you are in the presence of God, the God, God begins to speak his rima into your spirit. Now you need to get this. Praise God. You know, verse 21 says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. In actual sense, in the, in the, in the real manuscript of the Bible, that was not actually there. Praise God. The, that one was not there. But I can understand why the people that interpret this Bible put it there. He's, you know, he said, Jesus said in verse 20, he said, because of your unbelief. Amen. Now, he didn't say, he said, because of your unbelief. Now, let me explain something to you. He said, when now said, except by prayer and fasting, is because when they fast and pray, they have dealt so much with their doubt that they come to the zone where they are believing. Can I repeat it again? It's because when they fast and pray, amen, if you stay in the presence of God in fasting and prayer, you will take so much of God's nature that doubt has no room again in your faith. Then you now believe. You get it now. So it's not practically like prayer and fasting is the ticket. The ticket is just that you spend time in the presence of God through prayer and fasting. And as a result of that, doubt has no room, more room in you. Hallelujah. And I think that there's something we ought to learn. Many of us, we are not waiting on the Lord again. We are not getting intimate with the Holy Spirit. We are not ensuring communication and fellowship with the holy spirit and if we don't fellowship with the holy spirit demon spirit will fellowship with us and what demon spirit peddling is what is fear and doubt and anxiety and, and i'm see you see you need to learn this i'm not talking about us praying because we have a problem and that's a bunch of what we have if some people don't have a problem they will never pray now that is missing the whole point of salvation the real agenda of salvation is that god can meet with us and we can meet with god you remember that in the book of genesis chapter one uh, chapter two we know that god always come to to eden in the cool of the day what was he coming to do to come and have a tete a tete with adam and eve to come and have a conversation with adam and eve that is for the purpose we were created so let me tell you god wants to have a conversation with you god wants you to come and enjoy fellowship with him and enjoy fellowship with his spirit i can tell you from experience every time i go to pray and fellowship there is a surge of faith that rises in my heart that quenches all doubt Praise God. So if you, you see, you can't just go in and say doubt now. Doubt, doubt, doubt. Go, go, go. No, 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 no. You fellowship enough that doubt in itself has no more expression because you have heard from God directly. Amen. Many of us, we are, we are struggling with worry because we have not fellowship with God. He said, do not worry. Do not fret. He said, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. What they say you do, make your request known unto God. Now, because in that place of fellowship, in that place of supplication, God begins to replace your doubt, to unplant doubt from your faith. Glory be to God. God is speaking to somebody this morning. You have not been spending time with me. Let me say it again. That lady that's sitting there, you're, you're hearing this sitting on a couch, sitting on your bed, and God is telling you, you have not been spending time with me. 
Somebody is listening to this lying on the bed. God is saying, you have not been spending time with me. When would you start spending time with me like you used to spend time with me? That's the difference. You have not been coming to the presence of God. You have not been fellowshipping with the Spirit of God. Yes, you have been saying, oh Lord Jesus, Jesus. But have you taken adequate time to fellowship with His Spirit? That is what unplanned faith, my dear brother, my dear sister. That, sorry, that, that, that is what unplanned doubt. Hallelujah. You don't want doubt to have expression in your faith. Then begin to fellowship with God. Amen. Remember that place said, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, fellowshipping with God, what begins to happen is that you are being built. Your spirit is being charged. Your spirit is being edified. There is no phone that can function without charging it. Your spirit is wired for intimacy with God. Your recreated human spirit needs to continually be charged by the presence of God, by the glory of God. In fact, you soak in the glory of God. You meditate, you pray, you fellowship like never before. That is what releases power. That is what decimates doubt. Or else doubt will keep being reinforced. You can't keep going with head knowledge. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have, to, you have to go in the power of the Spirit. You have to go in the might of the Spirit. You have to go in the grace of the Spirit. And there is no way this can be possible except you begin to fellowship with God like never before. Let me ask you, what is your plan for fellowship? Create a prayer schedule. Create a prayer time. Let God know that this time and this time, me and you, Lord, we are meeting. And let God begin to look forward to that time of meeting with you. Hallelujah. Keep your day anointed. Keep staying in the presence of God. Amen. Anointed music. I will share further in this area tomorrow. Praise God. Anointed atmosphere around yourself. Before you know it, doubt has no expression. Hallelujah. I believe this has blessed you this morning. Praise God. I'm very excited about you. But I believe that from today is the dawn of a new era in your prayer life. I command that that will, that cloud that the enemy has used to cover you. I command it broken in the name of Jesus. I lose you to joy. I lose you to peace. I lose you to fellowship like never before in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy the presence of God like never before. I love you so much and the hand of God is on you in the name of Jesus. You will never, never be lukewarm in the things of God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. Let me know how much this blessed you this morning. It means a lot to me and I'm glad we are together. God bless you.